Wardcast episode 100. No. Wardcast episode 201. Go! <laughs> 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 I, I kind of like that as like a that was good. Just k- k- roll with uh, keep that start in there mm-hmm. the false start mm-hmm. false good. start and yeah, then this I'm, part where we're talking about the false start that's yeah. the part that's the power of being in the 200s mm-hmm. that that's mm-hmm. the magic this it is really like is. when you it really a is. year changes and you're keep you keep writing like 2018 even though it's 2019 on, on your everything checks. and it's like uh, on the checks that i don't sign mm-hmm. on the one check a month i sign mm-hmm. i'm dylan vento i'm 28 i'm joe wetmore I'm Nelson W. Johnson. You're, you're what, Joe? <laughs> I'm, t- I'm 2018. <laughs> uh, 2018's Joe Whitmore. He's 28 Keen. Hey. Ooh. It does sound like a does sound like a musician name. Like I don't know. Yeah. What kind of musician? Probably like rockabilly. electric. Oh, okay. Rockabilly. So? Yeah. Why not? I was thinking right. more like electronic. But okay. Electronic 20, rockabilly. The, the number. Oh. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. 28. Some lead speak in there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Put a B instead of an eight. Absolutely. Man. All Start right. speaking with emojis also. Way ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this new emoji bot that just got started like a week ago and already has like 20,000 followers on Twitter? It takes two emojis and it slams them together and it's like, here's a new emoji. It's frowny cowboy. Oh, oh my gosh. This is on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'll find you the, the username. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just... you can do your search yourself <laughs> yeah. on the Don't show. Don't mind me, guys. <laughs> I'm reacting okay. in, in real time to... To, tw- to Twitter, not really, because I can't pull it up on my phone for some reason. Reacting nice. live on a recording that will be posted at a later date. You guys <laughs> are getting the, f- the the raw deal. Wait, what's it called? That what? is, fair. I don't, I don't know. If you type in emoji bot, I'm sure it'll. <laughs> you can go your own way. Emoji bot. Is that where you at? Emoji mashup bot. What's the latest one? Please. I already took one of these and made it an emoji on my Discord. Nice. Um, let's find it. <laughs> this one is just... Oh. This, this is open mouth plus sleeping, so it's just the open mouth face with the Z's over top of the head. Oh, wow. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> so, are we these call, are good. It's like an insomniac. I like the happy cry that... That, that one's, it's like, that it's one's like, solid. It, it's honestly quite a nice emoji. It's it is. Like, it's like you're just... that. I've, I've not seen an emoji for uh, tears of happiness, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty good, like... Yeah. Have you... These should be these should these should be a thing. They should be. You can well, submit I mean, emojis. Yeah. There's yeah. an emoji council. A there consortium. is consortium. You ever mm-hmm. seen that? Who did that? Wired did a really good video. It was Wired, I believe. With the, um, the yoga, the meditation one. Yeah. That yeah. Was really it was a. Uh, it was like man in lotus pose or something like yes. that. Yes. But it had to be generic enough right. and distinct enough. There's like a bunch of rules. Yeah. To it. Yeah. I get upset when like specific food items are or are not included in emojis. In emojis. Like, yeah. I don't think there's a bagel i think apple has a bagel but like the general consortium does not have a bagel not, so it doesn't translate to like discord or that's weird google or whatever yeah yeah i yeah. don't like that i don't like i don't like the different i don't like how all the different platforms have their own looking emojis no, that's or, fine i don't okay. like how they don't uh they're not Match updated up all the one same time Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. like, you know, the bagel one will exist on Apple, but it won't exist on any of the others. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're working on it, guys. Don't worry. It's like, no, they, they don't. They don't. Uh, it's all about Libra now. What? Libra. It's Facebook's cryptocurrency. Uh, I don't know Libra. about it. This is a crypto update, guys. Oh, the market okay. crashed. Oh, no. Because Trump Sh- said something. Should I buy cryptocurrency now, then? Sure. Why not? Let's see. Let's do a check-in. 
All right. Where's Bitcoin at? Live on this podcast. <laughs> We're doing everything live today. This that is will a special be edition. Recorded. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to, right now, drink live from my cup with a straw in it. Nice. And I'm going to just like watch the two of you do what you're doing. <laughs> Ladies, Joe is single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might have bounced back. Oh, damn it. Uh, is well, it back up to three thousand? It's at uh, uh, Bitcoin's at ten nine. Okay, um, but it was it was down. What was the trough was at nine three? What are the cryptocurrencies I should be purchasing? Um, uh, right. I own. I have. So I have some Bitcoin. I have like point zero zero two Bitcoin. Sure. I have uh, several Ethereum and several Litecoin. And I my, I think it was my Litecoin. I got a hundred percent profit off of. Oh, like a couple of weeks ago. So I just sold off all of the profit, mm-hmm. and now it's just house money, baby. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> none of my money's in that system anymore. All right, so I can just wherever it goes it doesn't matter because I've you know I've already made back what I put into it. Yeah, so. that's cool. Yeah, um, but it's been fluctuating. I don't know. Crypto's bad because it uses a lot of energy, and I fucking I don't know. Uh, that's a that's a thing I hadn't really thought of, but I guess there are a ton of people who bought like rigs full of video cards and. Well, oh yeah, yeah, you didn't see like back a year or so ago where it was like one Bitcoin transaction uses the equivalent of like the entire country of Denmark's electricity or something. That what? might be. I might have the figures off, but it was literally like X amount of transactions equals energy uh, sure. output mm. of Denmark. I believe that's also why some graphics cards got as expensive as oh, they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. That's that, exactly why that, that shot up. That effect yeah. I knew, but I hadn't thought about the energy consumption. Yeah. But the RTX cards aren't affected, I don't believe. Really? Because ray tracing doesn't help crypto mining oh, at all. Oh, yeah. So it's irrelevant. Okay. So I think those prices have been pretty steady. Should I get a 2080 tracing? or a Super 2070? Is that actually what's called? A, a 2070 Super. Super, which is... A little bit faster, but the same price. Faster than the eight than the twenty seventy. Oh, yeah. Wait. It's like so. There's so it's the twenty seventy. Why is it the same price? I get. I think they no. They replaced something internally. Joe, you got any hardware? Rex, Spec Rex. Well, I just welcome to Spec Rex. Oh, that's a good name. All right. I, I just I just went to dual channel RAM for the for finally. Like I've been satisfied with eight gigs for so long. I just hadn't felt like I needed more. Now I'm at 16 gigs of RAM. Okay. How's it feel? I gotta say, pretty good. I mean, it's pretty easy to shop RAM. There's a lot of good brands. So on that end, you can pretty much just go with whatever, like, you know, Corsair or uh, the the Bobbly Dukes or Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, the the Baba Duke has a great great uh, RAM manufacturer. (laughs) Right, it runs on fear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of it. (laughs) What's that one brand called? It's like Asrock. What's it? Excuse me? Asus? No, no, no. It's A S R O C K. I think my motherboard is that brand. I'm looking it up. Asrock, that's right. Yeah. You know, the Asrock. I saw, I heard, listened to someone else pronounce it a completely different way, and I was like, what? It's not like Asrock? Asrock motherboard. Asiak? Asiak? It might have been something like that. Asiak? I don't know how to pronounce this. Asoc. I spelled it correctly, right? That, yeah, yeah. A S R. It's all one word, too. By the way, just you know, pointing that out. Thought that was going to be a video that showed me how to pronounce it. I was wrong. You ever seen the fake pronunciation videos? Yeah, it's good. 
Oh, it really not. Is that like just people? Play? Yeah, it'll be like how to pronounce rainbow, and then you click, and it's like Roy Ribber Ribber Row Ribber Ribber the Pontifus Ribber. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's like a completely useless thing to do, but I just <laughs> imagine like somebody who's gone through and made like like all those pronunciation videos, and somewhere out there, someone looked up how to pronounce like spaghetti, and then now they're pronouncing it spaghetti. And that makes me happy. And that person is Alex Damrath. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he's not here to help us out with with our pronunciations and help us out in this heat. Uh, it's hot. It's, it a, is. it's a hot one. It's a hot one. Toasty it's a scorcher. Uh, it was like 101. No. Mm-hmm. That's the, this is the heat index, yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me that. Yeah. Ugh. Heat is my destroyer. Mm-hmm. Heat, heat is the mind killer. Yeah, I must face my my heat. <laughs> I let the heat pass through me and over me. Interesting. When I interesting terms, the heat will be gone, and only I will remain. The heat must flow. Guys, let's talk about video games. Oh, okay. All right. What are they? Do they know things? Let's well, find out. Ass Rock, by the way. They only know is it really. It's Ass Rock. That's good to know. Video games didn't know that, but now they do. Mm-hmm. Because You're that's welcome. that's what video games do know is what they're told. Mm-hmm. Video Got games it. only have the knowledge that they are programmed to have. Got it. Mm-hmm. They so, speak to in, answer your question, in zeros and ones. But what about Project Milo? No, no, no. no. Is that the one where you no. like fed him like paper and stuff to like the Natal? Yeah, Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. His pet project. That's weird. It like it just like no, links me back to Natal right there. Like what it was called Natal. Like yeah. I, I didn't think of Milo as being part of the Connect. I thought about him as being, <laughs> being part, part of the Natal because it it disappeared. <laughs> it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. like it might as well. It's vaporware. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think some of that shit went into that. Remember that Fable Connect only game? Oh, yeah. What was it called? Fable, no one cares. Yeah, yeah. You, like pull the arrows out of your horse's. Excuse butt me. Because your horse could be like shot with arrows and stuff. You had like uh, a caravan or something. Hmm. Man, what's Peter Molyneux up to? Where my Peter <laughs> Molyneux is out there somewhere saying, <laughs> "I have the world's best next game." You won't believe the thing that I'm putting together. And then a bunch of farmers are like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> you sound like rural. Estonia trying to sell these <laughs> turnip it was farmers. On. Fable the Journey, by the way. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Where are my other 20 cans, Peter? I was promised 22 projects in total. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got good. two of them. That was good. Right? There were yeah, only two. Yeah. There was. There was Fable was the Journey. The, no. No. His, no. His, sorry. Of I mean, Lionheart? The, no. Of 22 cans. Yes. <laughs> Also, the company's called Lionhead, Nelson. Whatever. You ask me if I really like Peter Molyneux games. Hey, do you really like Peter Molyneux games? They're okay. Yeah. Do Fable, you like, the first Fable is genuinely great. Do you like, like black and white? Is that Peter Molyneux? Wow. Yeah. I don't oh. see color. Thank you. <laughs> 22 cans had uh, the trail. The Trail Frontier Challenge. Well, these aren't real. Goddess and Curiosity. What's inside the cube? That's okay. So those are in reverse chronological order. Because That's only four cans. Yes. Curiosity. Yes. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> thank you to the conversation. <laughs> Welcome. Because <laughs> uh, they did they did the Curiosity Cube, and whoever won that became the god. In Goddess. In Goddess. Yeah. And then that whole thing was a shit show. Agreed. It was also kickstarted, right? Wasn't it crowdfunded? Mm. I think it was crowdfunded, no, but I don't like know if Indiegogo it was kickstarted or, 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 or Indiegogo. 
And then that whole thing was a fire. And then what's the other game? The Trail. The Trail. There's a trail. There was and also then a, a DLC. Extension. There's a Goddess sequel as well. The Goddess Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was it RTS? I don't know if that actually came out because it didn't have a date. We're learning so much. We are live, live. Oh, it did. It did come out. It got a three out of ten on Steam. Let's talk about some real games. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, Joe. Yeah. Give me a give me a divinity update. Look, here's how it's going. Great. How this many? Game, how many boys? How many teams of boys you got it's, now? It's still only three teams. Only now, three. That's two like over Divinity Original Sin two. One over Divinity Original Sin one. However, my brother has branched out to his own separate second game. Oh. So now, in te- technically in our like community, we have uh, two of the players on my and I've got them broken up in this way: Divine Lads, Divine Boys, Divine Chums. Those are the three. All of Z's at the end, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're yeah, all broken yeah. up into different parties. As one does. So two of my one of my Divine Lads and one of my Divine Boys have made have grouped up and made another team with two newcomers to the Divinity and Tr- Divinity series. Exciting. And that's 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 a big that's a this is a great time to be alive um, <laughs> in the world of Divinity. Yeah. And uh, then you're playing regular D and D on top of this. We just played that last night. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so. I, I got. I'm chock full of RPGs right now, yeah. and it's great. Five E, I guess, to talk about a game that is a thing. Five uh, E. <laughs> so fuck you, Divinity. <laughs> You're not a game. That's a thing. I get it. Like, there's not much you can I've, like I've, really. I've, I've said a lot upon. about Divinity, but so I mean, far. like, no, there aren't any like great encounters. You don't get any water cooler moments. Well. We did. Uh, we did. Uh, did I talk about the scarecrows? I, I don't think I have. I don't I've, think I've, so. I've heard nothing. We so I of went scarecrows. Y- you you go around in Divinity and you all like you you're just kind of like talking to NPCs and stuff, exploring mm-hmm. the landscape, and eventually someone might end up in a scenario where they need the entire party's help. Uh, I was walking around and I decided to walk up to the scarecrow. The scarecrow turned out to be a fucking. Uh, I mean, a demon. Uh, a demon. Oh, cool. And uh, so the scarecrow was like, "Hey, uh, you know." Look, you can either be a scarecrow forever with me, or you can die. And I was like, "All right, well, I don't want to die." So then he killed me. And no. Uh, oh. uh, Wait, which one did you choose? Oh, uh, I, I chose. I chose to fight. I, I should okay. say got I, I it, chose got it, neither. Got it. Uh, got it. Okay. And and, I, and so I fought. Wow, and then he killed real me. centrist decision here. The problem here. <laughs> was that I had just quick saved at the start of this conversation. And so now the party had to like solve this crisis of me being in this conversation with the scarecrow. So we we loaded over and over again, and I had the party come up. And while we were in conversation, we cheesed the heck out of this. We took we came up with a ton of strategies. Most of them did not work. Eventually, we had one of our guys cast webs like everywhere around the scarecrows, which didn't aggro them. It just meant there was webs underneath them. Slow them down. They couldn't hop around when they when they got out into combat. Then we set up this thing where. If you teleporting does cause combat to happen, you can teleport like an ally out somewhere, but it'll like trigger a fight because it interrupts the conversation. Uh, so what we did was we had one person teleport me out. We had another person teleport the person who was teleporting me out back further. So we had like a little teleport chain. Oh my god! And then Whoa. I ran. We ran back to like a city, and we had these like high level scarecrow monsters chasing us. This whole entire army of them. But we ran them back to an army of paladins. And we like met them it's in good. the front lines, and man, it was it was like this whole like it shows you how many combatants are in the battle, and so it goes from like five scarecrows and four of us to just this bar across the screen of all these paladins, and and it was just like I mean it was so That's cheesy. Smart. We we oh, cheesed yeah. this fight, but the story of it was very satisfying to us. So that's really cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's the you can find either cheesy or clever or whatever ways to solve combat in that mm-hmm. game. That's what makes it a lot of fun. I, I bought 
Original Sin two based Ooh. off of your recommendation. Perfect. Last last week, and I and I want to try it because I, I, you know, I've heard great things about that game for so long, and I'm like, all right, let's just let's do it. Let's nice. let's see how it goes. I'll probably fly solo just because. Yeah, I think the only honestly the only downside to fly. Well, I mean, apart from that, you don't get the like uh, the party interaction. That's like an upside you're missing, but the downside is like maybe it's just because I I got used to playing one character. But once I had to manage like the entire party's inventories, I was like, oh man, this yeah. is so much nicer. When I had human beings like doing stuff that I didn't have to do, selling stuff out of other people's inventories and stuff. Yeah, but that's a minor downside in the right. long run. I just like the the amount of like scheduling you guys are talking about and having to do. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I have time for a like yeah. consistent commitment like that. But I want to, I want to, I want to see it through because I want to, I want to, I want to give it. Well, give I look it a forward try. to hearing your thoughts on the game. That's that's. that's mm. I look forward to giving them because I always look forward to. Sharing my opinion. Yeah, the, on the game of the year. Or in general, about anything. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. That's that's the uh, that's the game I've been continuously playing for a while now, but uh, I have also, just just like last night, two nights ago, two nights ago, I played Duck Season, which is a VR title. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. I didn't know it was that. I, I uh, know nothing about this game. So, uh, you guys know Duck Hunt, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, so keep that in your minds. So I, I, this is a tough game to talk about too because I don't want to like talk too much about it because a lot of it is like kind of discovering what the sure. okay. story is, what the weirdness is. But, All right. Um, so the premise of the game is that you're a kid in like 1989 ish, you know, like NES era, and your mom comes home from the grocery store. She's rented a video game for you. It's duck season, and so the the game kind of alternates between these two places where like ones where you're in the living room with like surrounded by your VHSs and your video games sure, and yeah. just other knickknacks from the late, 90s, late 80s, early late 90s, 90s, early 90s nostalgia. 90s. Your mom's in the back, you know, like in the kitchen, like going through bills and like stuff. And you can kind of interact with things around you, or you can put the cartridge in, and you can play in a round of duck game, a duck duck season. Duck. Yeah, the game is duck called duck season. Different, different game. <laughs> it is a duck game, not called duck game, but called duck season that imitates duck hunt, uh, and in a game called duck season. So you put in duck season, <laughs> and okay. it, it, you know, it basically your your birds are flying across the screen, and you're yeah. like mm-hmm. you know with VR controls, you're like char- char- pumping up the shotgun. And oh, so it's like it's not a zapper pistol; it's a shotgun. It is when you're in the real world, you like pick up a zapper and you like target uh, the screen and like press play game. But then you zap into this duck season world, and so you're play- you're like you're like in like hunter garb, you know, like like a little truck by you, and you look around and you see like trees and a dog type character. When you turn around. You see, like, the inner workings of the TV and the screen, and the boy, like, pointing his gun at the screen. Like, oh. so, like, his, and your arm is still moving his arm. So, uh, like, you can see the child, like, watching your world, like, I guess, as you. Is this, um, let me know if this is too much of a spoiler, but, like, is there some sort of, like, Lego movie esque? I haven't game, seen Lego movie. Game character is aware of the. I the, think the player player is aware of like without going too much into what the plot is it kind of bleeds together in a very surreal way where yeah. it's hard to tell what consciousness is in ter- like what the consciousness of the character well, who is knows in real life. there's a point where like every time you you finish a round of duck game or duck season you jump out and you and you, you wake up and you're back in like the living room there's one early point early on where you actually wake up you come out of the game and you're still you're, like the boy is sleeping on the couch and you're like looking over him and you've got like the 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 you got to like pick up objects and like throw them at the child to wake him up, and then you're back in the child's body. Hmm. Um, it 
and it's it's like I've, I've, it's hard to pitch what's the the kind of the, the really meaty stuff because I feel like I just want to recommend going and playing it if you have VR to do it to do it in. But um, the 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 surrealism and in a lot of ways the kind of horror elements of the game that start creeping up. Yeah, I just googled Duck Season VR, and there's like a lot of these uh, thumbnails for these YouTube videos is very. Uh, I was like, am I looking at Five Nights at Freddy's videos because the dog looks like a, a FNAF animatronic. <laughs> the, the dog is a little spooky. Let's just uh, let's just say that. And you start to notice things as you play. Famous like, last words. Uh, you start to notice things like you look at pictures. Like you start when you look at the details. At first, you're distracted by all like the nostalgia stuff. Magazines that are imitating like Game Informer magazines and mag- or Nintendo Power magazines and and like VHSs and stuff that you can plug in the VHS and watch. And they're all very entertaining. But then you look at, like look at a picture on the wall and you realize that the dog from Duck Season is in the family photo, and you're like, huh, what's "Oh, what's going on shit. here?" <laughs> and okay. then it That's gets weird. crazier and crazier from there. Um, at one point, you find a VHS called "Some Dogs Go to Hell," <laughs> and <laughs> wow, and there's there's <laughs> made, like <laughs> made by John Duth. <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, it's. Oh, so, okay. So we, we obviously know there's a little bit of horror. Some of the scares are fantastic. And the thing that's great about VR horror is, and I was just talking great, about this. quote unquote. Right. Thank you. Well, so in jump scares in like a, in like a, when you're watching TV or when you play in a game on like a regular screen, there's this sense that, okay, it's just, you know, there's this character that's in front of me, right? So if there's a monster behind that character, it's not really behind you, you know, like as a person. Mm-hmm. When you're in VR, the monster can literally be behind on you. your back. Right. And that is like a thing when you have like, when you can't back into a corner anymore. Yeah. You can't like look around. Yeah. Like the, you never know where something is going to come out. You can't look away from the screen and like right. find some safe harbor and just like right. your natural surroundings. Or even when something does appear in front of you and now that visceral feeling is to back up yourself to like get your body sure. moves in response. And even just realizing that that's the thing that's happening is really, really cool. And uh, duck, duck Season is not a super... Well, actually, I've only got one of some amount of endings, so I don't know how long, how much more content the other endings give. But it's a pretty quick thing. But for what it does have in it, like the the moments that that like trigger responses in you are really really cool. And then on top of that, there's just all this good like combination of nostalgia with surrealism that is like weirdly you it leads from like distraction of nostalgia into like what's wrong with things here like i'm I'm paying attention to things that are nostalgic because i want to look at them and like and play with them and then you start realizing things like the vhs titles are weird this this thing is not like this commercial will play for a toy and it'll start to turn into like a horror commercial kind of thing um i'm in love with this it's really really cool it sounds fascinating i'm never gonna play this i can't that's i can't want to and i don't have vr that's, uh, that's you don't have want, any bro. VR? I don't have any VR. Is this only what's? Is this only oh, available? I have, Google, I have the Google Daydream. Oh, is this I always on, have a VR party at my house. VR. Wow. Um, this is only on PC VR. It seems like I don't think it's I don't on know. PSVR. I guess if you're looking it up, you might know better than I. Oh, let me Google Duck Season VR. Could probably borrow somebody's. Yeah, I mean, if you want to borrow my PSVR, it might be. Oh, <sighs> can I borrow it for Tetris Effect? Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, and another interesting thing. We were just watching um, the, the stuntmen like, react to stunt videos before this. Collider mm-hmm. Videos, the guy who did cor- Corridor Crew, rather. Corridor Crew. Corridor yeah. Crew, yeah. They... I'm sorry, what did you guys just say? 
Corridor crew. Corridor crew is the, the, like the VFX guys that like review Corridor CGI. crew. Mm-hmm. Corridor crew. Roger. <laughs> cor- cor- corridor, <laughs> corridor crew. Corridor crew. They, they like they review v- CGI and stuff, and they do a lot of CGI videos. They're VFX artists. They did a lot of the videos and the like the CG the the VHS like tapes you watch, which are like live action tapes. You're watching them on like a 1980s TV in VR. So like you're in a VR game watching VHS tapes that like are meant to look like VHS because they have like you know tape effects scan and lines like that. and stuff like that yeah and it's you know it's all done by them and sometimes they'll appear in the videos it's a really fun like it's a weird thing to, that i realized like oh my gosh i watch these yeah. on youtube and they're in this game now huh. but um and the last thing i'll say uh, about duck season there's, there's so many things to say but i feel like i shouldn't say too much <laughs> when you pick up a vhs and try to put it in the vhs player first of all that's just a really fun thing to like put vhs yeah, in a thing again. It's, like, yeah. it's weird it's, it's like it's, it was a weirdly like oh my gosh my childhood mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you try to put in the tape backwards it won't go in so you've got to like if you, when you realize you picked up the tape backwards you have to like move your hands and like turn the tape around and then put it back in hmm. there's something about that like vr always surprises me with small things uh-huh. and maybe it's just a thing that 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 pleases me that I don't know, maybe doesn't appeal to other people, but small tactile things or like, and tactile might be the wrong word, but like, like things that kind of make the universe feel like the rules are more are, are more logical, make the make VR more immersive. Yeah, even and it doesn't have to be like true logic. Like games where you can like pick up stuff with like teleporting stuff. That's that's that can feel tactile in itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I like I, I, VR is. Well, there's certainly lots of like big concepts you can do in it. I love seeing small things fleshed out, just like small yeah. details and how that Im- impacts the immersion. So, I uh, found a Reddit thread called Duck Season for PSVR. One of the replies, I have it on Rift. It's decidedly a meh game. <laughs> decidedly. Decidedly. I guess I was wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry, internet. Uh, cool. I mean, that sounds like a good like how like how much are you enjoying it? Like, is it like just a cool thing to like? What's kinda... your fun factor? <laughs> it's it's really weird to rate game. Like, I beat this in probably I got the first ending probably in like an hour or so. Oh, it's not a okay. lot of time, you know. Like, it, like a lot of VR experiences are pretty condensed. That said, I didn't watch all the VHSs and stuff. I wanted to, but it was also four a.m. when I played it, which was a great time to play a horror game. Yeah, um, no, and. I was like, okay, I want to get through this story, and I I can you know check out all this extra content later, but uh, for what I've played of it, like the first run, it was like, okay, cool, like not like the most original like overall plot necessarily, but the way it's told, sure, the way it's presented, worth yeah, that, that that's everything to me is like there's there's some really clever stuff with the experience, the way it kind of the way it cranks up the surrealness is like the reason I really like it. That's cool. It's, uh, That's really cool. So anyone interested in that Groundhog Day VR thing when that yeah. eventually comes out? That yeah. seems interesting. I don't know about this. It's a, it's a, it's a canonical sequel mm-hmm. to Groundhog Day where you play as Bill Murray, Bill Murray's son. Ah. And you go back to Puxitani and like you get trapped you get in trapped your own. Seems mm-hmm. interesting. I like the idea of like, what is the immersive sim version of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Nelson, hi. Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Yes. Colon Black Order. I think I think that's right. Is that what's called? I don't think you can say colon on this show. <laughs> well, sphincter, sphincter, Black Order, sphincter, sphincter, Black sphincter. Order. <laughs> the Black Order. Mm. How is it? You got it. It came out Friday, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So it came out as at recording yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, 
At the time of the recording. At the time of the recording. It did come out on a Friday, though. You were right. Yeah. That will yeah. always be true. Marvel yeah. Friday. Oh, oh my gosh. Comic-Con Friday. Comic-Con. Also, San Diego Comic-Con okay. Friday. That You know what? Now that makes sense. Like, I was curious mm. why it had the release date. Why it would date be this date. date? Yeah. Yeah. That makes um, sense. Even though most of the people that are probably the most excited about Marvel stuff are would, actually at Comic Con and will not be playing Comic Con. Yes. Yeah. Also, I've been seeing people, a bunch of people that I've been following at Comic Con. Uh, <laughs> apparently, like, there's just a big run on like uh, the Sonic cartoon, just like single animation cells. Oh. Yeah. Really? Like someone's just selling them. I think I don't know who was. The, I think it might have been Frank Cifaldi was like really there and like hey look bunch of animations. here's a thing that i have why yeah. don't you want it and one of them is like sonic grabbing tails and like he's like swinging him around but the animation is like mid-swing so oh, so it has that blur thing well no it, do- it doesn't have the yeah it doesn't have the animation stretch on it but it does have it's like mid animation so tails is in front of sonic but has his back to the quote-unquote camera so it looks like they're just straight making out oh, okay Nice, nice, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'd buy that. My yeah, fan fiction. Yeah, welcome to my manifest. welcome to my erotic art museum here. Dude. Oh, you mean every artist alley? Yeah, at every convention yeah. ever. Yeah. A brief aside about shout out Sonic to fan fiction. Um, man, <laughs> I like how we're going deeper. It's like let's talk about we should Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Right, no, we're no, going to no, talk no, about no, this. No, no, no. This is basically it's fan fiction. We'll talk about that in a second. Well, I just Sonic fan fiction is the darkest fan fiction out there. My buddy used to have a, a thing on stream where he would have people give him fan fiction to read on stream. And uh, it's a dangerous I, like while he's playing games. Right. Yeah. And uh, I gave him I, I just searched like horrible Sonic fan fiction. And I, I, I can't even talk about the content that I read that, <laughs> that I found uh, from this because it was like. But we can link to that VOD and we can- <laughs> <laughs> it was there was like there was like. Pregnancy and like, oh good, oh yeah, infanticide, like what, like like like, it was really dark, man. I mean, Shadow was involved, so of course, you guys guys understand. It's a dark, gritty reboot. We understand. Uh, man, poor Amy. Anyways, (laughs) wow. (laughs) Let's go back to Marvel. I get. Can we? After that, (laughs) Amy Rose in Marvel (laughs) Ultimate Alliance three. Well, how how actually, is it? No, um, Marvel Sonic could be a fun yeah, crossover. Yeah, no, that, that, that could actually be really Sonic. interesting. Marvel <laughs> yeah. versus Sega, and it's it's Quicksilver and Sonic. Racing. Of course, it's um okay. What's some other matchups? Is it Kingpin versus Eggman? It's Kingpin versus Eggman. Ooh, it's, nice. Uh, Daredevil versus Knuckles. Okay. Um, oh, uh, Symbiote Spider Man versus Sonic versus Shadow. Oh, I was gonna I say like Punisher, Punisher versus Shadow because oh, yeah, Punisher versus good. Shadow yeah, is yeah, pretty yeah. good. Um, with a, a gun showdown, Silver Surfer and Silver. Mm. Yeah, yeah. As it, it's just it's there. Yeah, uh, of course. I would say probably Bruce Banner and Tails. Just regular Bruce Banner. Regular not, not Bruce Hulk. Banner and Tails. But then Tails can like make a machine like Tails a Hulk does Buster, have like mech sometimes. And then yeah, did you ever play that? What was that one? Capcom fighting game that had Pac-Man in it, and it was he had like a mecha <sighs> made of wood. Capcom. He controlled it. Oh, that was no, that was um, that was Tekken, I think. Was that Tekken? Yeah, yeah. Then it had ugly oh, game, ugly Mega Man, in it. Oh no, you're right. Here's the thing that was Tekken, but it was Street Fighter cross Tekken. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Got weird. It. And they never made Tekken versus Street Fighter. Which is Except kind of a bummer. they had Akuma show up, and they were like, "I mean, this is, this is what we're doing." Dumb. 
I, I, know, I know way too much about fighting game lore for somebody who doesn't really like fighting games. No, because of this fucking other podcast. Oh yeah, awardgames.com. Oh, what's, what's the name of that? What's the name of that podcast? Uh, Attract Mode Awardcast series. We're watching every video game movie ever made. We have watched uh, uh, Tekken. We have watched multiple Street Fighters. Oh, we have watched multiple Mortal Kombat's. We've watched a sh- uh, say, Samurai Showdown. Samurai Showdown. Uh, there's a. Uh, 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 I feel like that's all the fighting games so far. So yeah. far, but there's coming up. Um, Battle Tashinden. What's the? Oh, is that an anime too? Yeah, that's crazy. Battle Arena Tashinden. Yeah, which is a, I think one of the more underrated fighting games of the PS1 era. Like, well, hopefully that means anime it'll be a good shows movie. up. I assume not. <laughs> that it, I assume <laughs> that it'll not be good. Uh, but. Look, we're getting away from. We keep sorry, Nelson. We keep getting away no, from. No, see, here's the thing. I think that's indicative of like Uh-oh. how this game is. I'm again. Are you not feeling it? I'm in the beginning, but I'm kind of not feeling it. This is exactly how I felt when I played Sonic versus the. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so the thing, the thing about it is, I think Sonic it's, versus Tekken. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. All okay. Right. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm back in. I'm back in. <laughs> Hayashi throws Sonic into <laughs> yeah <laughs> over a cliff. Actually, yeah, this and is turns a good opportunity. Jin and Shadow could just have, and it won't be a fist fight. It'll just be like a who's the more emo fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amy Rose gets thrown into a volcano okay. by Amy. Yes. <gasps> <gasps> so Marvel Ultimate Alliance <laughs> three, um, the Black Order, the Black Order, Sphincter, uh, the Black Order. Um, I think it's fine. Okay. So here's here's where I am like mentally with it, and and again like I've only played the first hour or so. Okay. So this is more impressions. It's there are some times where the cutscenes and the voice acting are like, oh, this is fun. Like you are acknowledging that this is stupid and it's fun. Yeah. And then there's parts where it's like, oh, that was just bad, <laughs> and I can't tell when it, one is going to happen or the other is going to happen. Here's so my it's guess. always a surprise. Here's yes. my guess. Yeah. I can almost guarantee it's going to be bad whenever knockoff Sam Jackson shows up. I'm really afraid of that. I already the, had knockoff uh, Chris Pratt, knockoff uh-huh. Bradley Cooper, and knockoff Zoe Saldana, and not, none of them did Does it start with the Guardians? It starts with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course it does. That's yeah. like one of their most bankable properties. So. It really is. And that's... So that's the other thing that I'm really afraid of is I'm going to get into this game. I'm going to be playing it. And then I'm just going to be like, oh, you did this because it makes money instead of like, oh, this is a fun game. Well, I mean, you're talking about a major video game studio. I, making I, was, a game. I was about to say, here's yeah, the difference. The here's, the, here's the difference, though. Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 had that like had that core of hey, you guys really like these comics, right? Do you want to see a bu- or at least you guys like the like you like the Ultimates version of these comics, right? Do you want to see like this character in every costume that they've ever been in? And that was part of the fun of that. And I and I think that it's just going to be like, do you want to see them in their like modern uh, MCU version? And that's the only one you're going to get. I mean, I don't know. They have like they don't have uncle costumes. I it should it should like that's like the half my, the point of Ultimate Alliance. That's what I'm saying, but I don't know where that would be because I'm not at the. I'm not at like a menu. I guess. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're super early, like you said. Yeah. I 
didn't like Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. I did wow. like the idea of Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. And it was fun to unlock Ultimate costumes. Ultimate Alliance 1 was really, really good. Also, I was a tasteless child when those games came out. So. X-Men Legends? X-Men Legends. Like, okay. X-Men Legends. So it's like, like X-Men Legends. And it plays like X-Men Legends where it's like, here's here's one button to do an attack. Okay. One button to do a heavy attack. A button to jump. Um, funny thing. Gamora's uh, double jump animation. She does a spin, but she's holding a sword out. So if you've ever played the Star Wars uh, Super oh. Nintendo games, when <laughs> Luke jumps and he does the circle, like mm-hmm. he he spins with the lightsaber, Gamora is doing that. That's pretty. It's good. it's pretty it's good. pretty it's pretty solid. Um, these X Men Legend games had some fucking pedigree on them. Yeah, Raven, Beanox, Vicarious Visions. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking, who? Those games were good. Wait, didn't Silicon Knights made one? Mm. What was that one? Silicon Knights. I don't. X-Men. I'm trying to remember. No, they made X-Men Destiny. That was garbage, and they had Milo Ventimiglia as one of the voice actors, and that was really weird. Who's that? Uh, he's Peter Petrelli on Heroes. He's the oh, okay. dead dad on This Is Us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mandy Moore's love interest. Is Destiny not the same style of game as... No. Okay. Destiny is like a... It's like an over-the-shoulder thing? Yes. Destiny is like if you tried to make a third-person action game out of X-Men Legends, and it just, like, does not match up. Weird. Like, there's no weight. Well, that gives me faith for whatever this Avengers game is ultimately going to be. Well, hey, I, here, here's the thing. It might be okay. At least that Avengers game has voice acting that is distinct. That just, like, the characters don't look distinct from the MCU. I will say, like, I'm already, I'm already sold in that Bruce Banner. That Bruce Banner is already better than Mark Ruffalo. I, I like, like Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Mark Jinx. Ruffalo is, is fine. Like Mark Ruffalo, the is, best Hulk ever. Uh, Ed Norton did a much better job. Ed Norton's not so great. Ed Norton's Ed Norton's um, Hulk was fine, whatever, because it was just him running around destroying things. But I feel like his Bruce Banner didn't have much personality. Ed Norton's an overrated actor. He kind of plays the same character all the he time. He does. He doesn't have I that much. Mark Ryan. Ruffalo doesn't. Mark Ruffalo has. <laughs> One face. Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo has mildly one confused Have you seen Zodiac? Yes. No. Okay, Have you then seen you... the kids are all right. Um, multiple trailers. I have seen. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I mean, I guess I haven't. I've seen him in um all the Kingsmen and Eternal uh, Sunshine. Uh, Eternal Sunshine and oh, Just yeah. Like Heaven, which is that Reese Witherspoon rom com. Mark whatever. Ruffalo. Has a range, Edward Norton. Sir, I disagree. Edward but Norton, sir, talks in one tone. Sometimes he's beat up. Sometimes <laughs> he's like chuckling. Yeah, and that's about and, it. And you know, I think it worked well for Fight Club when he was like a bashful guy who became a tough guy. Mm-hmm. But that was also like a very specifically great like set of like scripting and acting and directing. And so I guess it's to like me they just never gave mark ruffalo enough stuff oh i agree in the mcu movies and it just and it felt like what they did give him was just kind of like milk toast middle of the road just like kind of fell kind of flat thor ragnarok is probably his best yeah that's for sure and and, and that's it avengers did make me kind of like the hulk for the first time yeah i didn't i I did not care for the hulk like ever Mm -hmm. uh except for maybe in the like weird live action tv show that was like a, it's a weird anomaly thing that it was but uh hulk was just like really boring to me and then something about hulk mixed with these characters on the mcu yeah made him feel like 
more i don't know if relatable I think that's is the right word, needed. but like i empathized with the hulk in a way that i'd never done before yeah. well in either event i feel like i like the characterization in that avengers game more so and we'll see if oh, cool. it, if that will i i do like the characterization i like all those voice actors and i i i feel like it's oh, unfortunate you mean the that, five voice actors that exist in gaming yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but but I, I like them all and i do hope that like you know can you at this moment name me which character troy baker voices and which one nolan north voices because yes. i can't yeah, nolan north is tony stark iron man okay who's troy baker troy baker is he is uh bruce banner right am yeah. i wrong is he yeah okay Maybe Wait, I, sure. saw, I thought you said you can, or you said you can't. I said you ca- guys can't, but uh, you okay. guys could. Yeah. Because I can't. <laughs> so I'm glad you guys are bringing well, that information to the table. Um. So there's... So you, <laughs> we got to talk about button, Ultimate Alliance. There's an attack button, a heavy attack button, a jump. Sure. Uh, and then you hold the R bumper, and then that does your like special attacks. Sorry, yes? Troy Baker is actually uh, Clint Baker, apparently. Clint Barton. Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye was. They didn't show Hawkeye. Hawkeye wasn't in the. Oh, weird. This is. Oh, he's probably Hawkeye in something else. Oh, yeah. in like a, like uh, like a. Yeah. Like do a, Avengers Square Enix Marvel oh, Avengers? Good, good point. Let's see. Um, Sorry. it's weird that game doesn't have a colon. Doesn't have a, a subtitle. Sphincter. A sphincter, <laughs> if you will. Um, but well, one of the Spider-Man. things is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, one of the things that you can do is you can stagger a heavy opponent or like a boss or a sub boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can hit L and R and then it'll do like one character's like highlight shows up. And then if you keep hitting it, it'll add all four characters and all four characters do their super. So this is similar to like the fusion stuff in the second. Yeah. And I wish that looked cooler. Because yeah, like it seems like what they're trying to do is make it like an action MMO because it's like, here's your field. Here's the, um, uh, what's the term? Field of field area of effect. Okay. Here's your yes. area of effect that this attack is going to do. Oh, just okay. get out of that at the right spot. And Got then it. you, and then you stick and move, you do your attack and then you move. Dude, it's been a decade plus since I've played any Ultimate MMO. Alliance. Yeah. So no, maybe, I mean, maybe yeah. it was like that, but like, it, well, that's the about thing. The like, I don't even know what I can compare it to because like, to me, like, thumbing through yeah all the fights and stuff that was fine if it felt enjoyable at the time yeah um you're mostly there for the fan service and that's what i need to get into and the fact that they're like 90s x-men are coming i think it's 90s x-men are coming. marvel knights are coming marvel knights are coming fantastic four is coming i'm like oh well defenders there's four dlc packs oh the defenders so i don't know what the fourth one is i'm I'm, oh um i think luke cage is already in it so it might not be defenders did you guys hear about fantastic four in the mcu no so, by the way, we're done talking about Ultimate Alliance Three. Like, it's, well, it's, uh, so so you don't know if there are any skins. Like, I don't know yet, yep. because you're mm-hmm. super early. Mm-hmm. So, what do the what do they do? He's looking it up. Like, um, so you start with Guardians. Yep, and you haven't finished that scenario I finished yet. That part. So I finished the very beginning or the very end of that opening section. Okay. And some things happen, and I don't know if I should bring them up. Well, because the, who does it kick you off to next? Does it take you to the Avengers? Does it take you somewhere else? Yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, like, because they show in some of the trailers where it's like, oh, I'm now over in here. In New York. and I'm, Yeah, I'm over here with Spider-Man. Spider-Man's right. fighting Sandman, and now here's I think it's going to be like Sandman. that through the whole game. I and mean, that's what it was in the first game. I yeah. never played the second one, but, like, the first game was like, okay, 
I'm now teaming up with Ghost Rider, yeah. and now we're going to hell, and we're fighting Mephisto, and also Fing Fang Foom is here, and we're going to fight him. And like, Yeah, the fan service was heavy. Yeah, it was or great. Like, or it like, okay, great. now I'm Iron Man, we're going over to here, yeah. we're fighting the Crimson Dynamo. Like, shit got... Like, that was the fun part, because yeah. like, as someone that never really... I'm not a big superhero comics guy, mm-hmm. but I enjoy like these characters, like when they when they do them right it was fun to be like okay let's like get to like super super deep cuts like yeah. you like seeing like you know alex talks about it all the time he's like he likes that balrock the leaper is in you know winter soldier mm-hmm. or like you know this last season of jessica jones had full killer as the main antagonist and like yeah that shit's yeah. kind of cool because like you get to see like oh how do they recontextualize like these very yes. like abstract weird characters and how do they make them threatening and interesting and i'm kind of afraid that's not going to happen I mean, because if that they keep happen, showing, then they fucked up. Yeah, because they keep showing it's like, all right, cool. You got Hela, who was in Thor Ragnarok. You have uh, Magneto, and I'm talking about the villains. Right. You have Magneto, who's in every. It's like all the main players yeah. right and now. And then, like, the Black Order is the group of people who were with Thanos in Avengers. Right. Infinity They're like War. trying to tell their own Infinity yeah, Saga and I'm just like, story I thing. I just don't know if that's what I want from this type of game. I don't know, man. Like, if Iceman's in there and I can put him in his 60s era snow costume. That would be fucking sick. I'll call it a day. Skins? are costumes. Okay. Um, I don't know how many per character. Somebody, there is a review out there that says the costume changes are pretty superficial. That's Uh, that's fine. They've always been. That's fine. They've always been. The other thing is, um, one of the big reasons why I like playing games with characters that i know and love is i like seeing like you were saying how are you going to recontextualize this character so i love seeing oh this is what spider-man's costume looks like in your version of this game yeah um and like that's why i loved marvel spider-man on ps4 was because like oh you guys did a good suit this one it looks like they're doing a version of the mcu spider-man suit and like the, which the, is, the which newest, is cool newest sh- one, oh, the yeah. one in like the the black and red one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead With of web, black, it's web blue. wings. Yeah, so it's so it's interesting that that's what I'm going to be playing for, and so I want to see like, oh, this is what Hawkeye looks like, and then I want to see what all the old costumes look like. What was like your what was your lineup in like the old games? In the old ones, yeah, who'd it was you roll always Spider Man, Human Torch. It's boring. Wow, <laughs> Gambit and Wolverine, I think. God, so boring. Or maybe it was it was definitely Gambit and Wolverine. And maybe Storm. Okay. I think I had Storm. I did Iceman, Ghost Rider. I think I did maybe Spider-Man the Symbiote. Uh, costume. Ultimate Last 2? First one. I never played 2. Oh. I can't remember who my fourth player was. It might have been someone boring like Captain America or Wolverine or something. I never played as Captain America or Thor in the old oh, ones. Oh, no. I think I had Nick Fury All for right. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then I kept swapping between like his ultimate version and his mm-hmm. regular oh, the old tool yeah like 60s version yeah i kept swapping between david hasselhoff and samuel L. jackson <laughs> mm. i was like ah this one looks cool but this one also looks cool i yeah. want a nick fury that's like both of them at the same time Ooh. like split down the middle yeah, yeah. like two face yeah but like that's like that's like what happened like two universes collided and they got merged mm-hmm. into a half david hasselhoff half sam jackson in fact do that in the mcu Sam yeah. samuel l we've hasselhoff. had david hasselhoff in the mcu so it's possible it's possible that's true he's knight rider Put Night Rider in the MCU. Night Rider at this point would fit the MCU. I think you could pretty much stick anything in there. Joe still wants Blade in the MCU. So, but speaking of things, I think he's in Ultimate Alliance. That's cool. He's in. He's in this Marvel Knights DLC. Yeah. Okay. Moon Knight. It's Moon Knight. Punisher. Punisher. Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. Okay. Blade. Speaking of the MCU and things that are going into it. 
So in Far From Home, this isn't a spoiler for Far From Home in case anybody hasn't seen it. This is or it isn't? It isn't. Okay. This is in Far From Home, but it's not. It's like a, it's like a thing in the background. It's like sure. it's, okay. Okay. It, near the Stark Tower or what used to be the Avengers Tower and Stark Tower. There's three numbers with circles around them. One, two, three. And, and, and which evokes a certain kind of imagery. It's like, it's like you see one, you see two, you see then you see three. And then on three, it says something big is coming. And that's just like in the background. Okay. And so. So like a col- Galactus hint? Like what is. Well, the the Fantastic Four logo is a four in a circle. Oh, okay. Uh, I got it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You see, that would be out of all the Fox properties to first put into the MCU Fantastic Four. Marvel's first family makes the most sense. Because yeah. like the the mutant stuff, like you're not you're not gonna get the mutant shit in there without like some real wonky <sighs> wonky techno babble or yeah. So I I've one of the theories that I had, and I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not still on this is somehow we are going to get like a multiverse thing and then that's why I thought yeah that's why I thought yeah um but then I I don't want it to be like oh and then the 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 X gene was spread throughout it I, like I like the idea of like no they've been here like you guys missed it yeah they, it's just it's, it's it gets harder and harder to be like oh these people were here the whole yeah. time if yeah. they had used Scarlet Witch yeah. differently that might have been possible they just had uh, a comic in well actually I guess it could still be possible with um, Emma Frost they just finished a comic run in X Men where Emma Frost used her own version of Cerebro to hide the knowledge to erase the knowledge of mutants and hide mutants from all okay. humans basically mm. Mm. and it would be maybe a little come across a little gimmicky to do it in the MCU yeah. now to be like Emma Frost is hiding us the entire time except for Scarlet Witch maybe well it's, it's <laughs> weird because you have things like the Inhumans and it's like oh we're gonna do the Inhumans oh that whole that, that, that went to shit alright was there like that at this point does the like did anything have any impact from the Inhumans no like, of course not I mean only to it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Only to their careers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only, yeah like Scott, Actually, Scott Buck's dead in a ditch somewhere now. <sighs> yeah. Uh, what's his name? The, 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 the like inhuman leader did end up uh, as Captain Pike on Discovery. So Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> he got a job afterwards. Sure, whatever. But oh, okay. I'm so disappointed by Inhumans. I never saw it. I never. It's saw, really I've, bad. I've never was, seen any of the ABC I heard Marvel so stuff. much, so many negative things like up front that I was like, well, I'm not touching this. That's, so, that's so funny after... What Scott Buck did as a showrunner to Iron Fist, they're like, "We'll give you another property." Wait, yeah. you're serious? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a guy. real thing that happened. Yeah, <sighs> he got two chances and he fucked them both up. What? I would argue he fucked that's up really Inhumans bad. worse. Did they come out yeah, like around the same time? Did. Am I mistaken? Like within a year? Okay, so maybe they just didn't realize the error they had yeah, made. Yeah, how bad Inhumans was going to be. Yeah. Somebody's in the editing room, like. I guess this is fine. Ugh, gosh, Medusa's hair, man. Medusa's hair is really bad. Uh, Black Bolt should have been fucking amazing. I mean, I I do think the actor was a good choice for I, Black Bolt, but the way they the way he acted in the movie was or in the show was was really bad. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So Ultimate yeah. Alliance, a, we'll see. A, a trepidatious. <laughs> yeah. Recommendation. Like I'm, ex- I'm extremely cautious. I'm hoping it's going to be good. Uh, it's less so optimism and more hope. Do like, either please you, prove me wrong. Do yeah. either of you know how the multiplayer works in it? Like no, because uh, the main reason I've been thinking about getting it was to play with friends. Right. I don't know if it like am I am I like working on personal progress and drop in drop out with friends? Is it like a shared thing? Uh, I was kind of curious um, what the structure that would be. You can do a drop in drop out. I believe it's this is Switch exclusive, right? Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, it's gonna it's be gonna shit. Be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. I think uh, you can do drop in, drop out local. 
I heavily doubt that there's an online component, but I will let you know. Dylan, what have you been playing? Man, I've been playing a lot of shit. So based off of Alex's stunning recommendation, I, uh, well, let me take it back. Take it back, y'all. Uh, one hop this time. time. Oh. Slide to the left. Mm-hmm. Um, Slide to the right. Mm-hmm. Crisscross. Everybody clap your hands. We have been Turn brainwashed <laughs> by by mass media. We have. It's fantastic. <laughs> this is the darkest moment for Wordcast. <laughs> wow, uh, the darkest moment I in my history here. <laughs> not fucking touching that. <laughs> There's a good John Mulaney sketch about this on SNL. It's really, it's really good about uh, about the electric slide. I kid you not. Yeah. Hey, what you been playing? So. Last we spoke, I I I uh, had had given up hope on Outer Wilds. Oh no! And I'm here to tell you that that's still the case. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> because I watched the end of that of that game because I was like, this game is stressing me out. It's 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 feeding me. It's sure. giving me too little leash too slowly. So like, I just need to see how this fucking thing ends. And I watched it and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll I can go back and play it now. Okay. Now that I know, now that that stress that that oh, okay. has been taken off my shoulders, I can I can just explore it at 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 my leisure. No, no, does no. it still give you the same stress? No, well, I mean, there's that, but it's also like, oh, all the tension's gone. Yeah, like what what the f- I know what happens. What point is there to play through it? Just because to because say you did because literally the like Alex has said like like that game is a Metroidvania, but where. The unlock is knowledge, mm-hmm. and once you have the final knowledge, like there's no real point to go back. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't regret my decision in watching the ending because I was so stressed. Yeah, no, no. I think I think what that what you did is a healthy way to solve that problem. Yeah. So I I I, I did what I had to do. I'm proud of you. But god damn it, I really wish I I because every it's like universal, appro- uh, you know, approval of that game. And it, it frustrates me to no end that I just I had such a ultimately souring experience on it. That's a bummer. It is. And so I played Return of the Oberdin. Okay. To and, feel better. And it wow, it worked. That nice. was that that was the solve I needed. It's nice. so much more focused. Yeah. It's so much more accessible to you. Yes. Yeah. Like it 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 does what Outer Wilds sets out to do. In terms of giving you enough so you can figure out the mystery without giving you too much. And then when you figure out the thing on your own, you feel like a genius. But it does it with so much less friction that I can, I'm like, all right, I figured this thing out. All right, now I figured this thing out. And then you, then all of a sudden, you just see a bunch of dominoes just start collapsing. Oh, interesting. And it was just, it was, I played that game at the perfect time because I was so frustrated with. Outer Wilds and Return of the Oberdin gave me this the similar experience I wanted, but with just a just a better on ramp to 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 get to it. And you just feel you feel so fucking smart when you figure shit out in that game. Like it's just it's incredible. So like I mean, obviously we all know about the conceit of it, right? Yeah. You get the ship, you're an insurance adjuster, you're trying to figure out what befell everyone on the ship. Um 
But there are, there are so many little nuanced things when you go back in time and explore a scene. Like, uh, Vinnie Caravella has talked about this in, on the Beast cast in like kind of a negative way because the because it gives you a manifest of everyone that's been on the ship mm-hmm. and also says like their nationality. Oh. And so Vinny talked about how he felt really bad at times. He's like, all right, is that guy Asian? He seems Asian. Yeah. And sometimes when they, because they do this like old school, like uh, Charlie Chaplin silent film kind of thing where it's like title cards that take up the whole screen and then it shows the actual scene that you can Mm. explore. And it's frozen. Yes, and it's frozen in time. Um, And sometimes some of the, some of the dialogue is like, oh, this is, this is in Russian mm-hmm. in their English subtitles. So you like you start you start working in some stereotypes that might make you feel kind of shitty about yourself. Yeah. Um, but it's also interesting because it's almost like it's a uh, a view into like what the stereotypes would have been in the early 19th yeah. century. Because like the the game takes place in like 1803. Um, so it's it's weird. Like you almost you put yourself in the shoes of like what the perspective of like you know a straight white cis heterosexual mm-hmm. man would be mm-hmm. in, in that in that era but it doesn't really challenge it yeah. much i don't know it's a weird thing it's not really a bad thing to make yourself aware of those kind of things though right if, if yeah. the game succeeds at making you conscious of, of bias and how it might affect you that's yeah. that's good it, but uh, like i don't but i don't see the game doing that yeah much. yeah that's what, um, I was getting, that's what i was getting like it's not making you feel bad about thinking that way it's just saying hey you had to think that way yeah, got it. That's basically yeah. it. But I mean, like, you didn't have to think that way. Sure, it's just kind. Of, it's like almost like if if you are a conscious person, it'll make you reckon with your stereotypes and biases sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another really good one. Uh, so there are two Americans on the ship. Okay, and then the carpenter and the carpenter's assistant. Okay, and they're just wearing American flags. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yes, just yeah. Oh, glory <laughs> as a cape. <laughs> yeah. And there are there are like um, everyone has like a room on the ship, and so there's like a first mate room, and so you see this guy like open a door as he walks out uh, out of the first mate's quarters, and so you're like, okay, that has to be the first mate. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it does this amazing thing, which no one has really been talking about, or at least not in my knowledge of this game. But like when you look at someone and you pull, uh, I think it's the left trigger to like focus on yep. their face, it'll fade out the background of them and then fade in an illustration of them because you have the manifest and you have like two different illustrations. I love that. Yeah. And it's amazing. I'm so curious how Lucas Pope like did that effect. Yeah. Because it has to be some sort of like weird like two This camp- is in the background. And yeah. Put it's it some in the sort of like occlusion thing. filtering and like yeah. everything that's not the 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 character. It's, it's a fascinating thing but it's so good at like making you be like all right wh- where is this person like in the illustration I have? Do I have enough information about them to yeah. like figure out who they are? Yeah, um, is dialogue like a locked thing where you or, or do you say it was dialogue that that happens in or yeah yeah so it's so it's a blank screen with just the dialogue that plays mm. and then when that finishes it's a frozen scene but when you go into dialogue with somebody you don't it, talk to people directly or, you're, you're okay. witnessing things yeah but from the past is it so I guess what I'm trying to ask is in a scenario where you're looking at someone's face is it kind of like which I do often. Uh, is it is it like a dialogue sequence where it it pulls you out of the regular controls like you're in like a a different kind of state? No, no, no. no, no. 
Oh, it's, okay. it's, it's it's like it's like a walking sim where you're walking around, you look at someone, and an interaction choice is sure. I wasn't sure if it was like maybe cinematic almost. Or no, 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 no. It's like, like it's like face. it's almost like looking down a site in like a first person shooter where because it just zooms in on their face. If they were controlling the camera, there's a lot of ways you could do that kind of effect with like because then you could yeah. be like, okay, well, right. we know what yeah. the target is, right. and we know what. But they're not. not you, know. you you look at anyone That's from any angle. That's really or sometimes you won't even look at their face. You'll just focus in on like a leg or something, and it'll still focus up. Very cool. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. With the still like old style dithering, like yeah. original Apple or, or Macintosh aesthetic. Dither me timbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so like working with like the stereotypes and the knowledge, and like sometimes the knowledge isn't just like um, because like we've talked about before, it'll focus someone in um, on the illustration. So the il- illustration starts out blurry, and then people's faces start coming into relief when you have enough information to figure out who that person was. Um, but sometimes the information, like sometimes it's really obvious. Like they'll say captain, whoever, or mm-hmm. first mate, whatever. Um, and then you're like, okay, that's, I know who that is. Um, but sometimes it's like so much more subtle where it's like, this person spoke with an American accent. There's only two Americans on the ship. Right. One of them's a carpenter. One of them's a carpenter assistant. Also, one of them is African American, and then you start doing a very stereotypical thing of like, "I wish name looks more black." Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. Like, and like, and, and like, I, I think Lucas Pope kind of saw that coming because like they both are like, "Hey, it's kind of up in the air." Yeah, and like I like so there's one guy so like the carpenter is like this white dude with like a beard, uh-huh. and I'm like, "All right, this is the carpenter," because names and titles are always are permanently locked to one another. So when you assign things, you're like, "All right, this is the person." plus their title this is how they died this is who or what killed them mm-hmm. all right this is the carpenter this is how they died this is what killed them and then it won't lock it in mm-hmm. and i'm like this is the carpenter yeah and you know oh, this is the carpenter yeah like, two americans on the ship this has to be the carpenter and i'm like well maybe it's not the carpenter and then i go to a different scene and i'm walking around and there's like the carpenter's uh like uh workshop uh-huh. and the same guy standing there like sawing a two by four i'm like it's the fucking carpenter hmm. um did he end up being the carpenter's assistant i, I still haven't figured it out oh, okay. nelson right. i still did haven't he, figured it out right. did he end up dithering my timbers i don't know probably um, though or like there's like several just regular passengers on the ship so sometimes you don't have full information but you can figure out like their role so okay. sometimes instead of it being like, oh, this is the captain or this is the first mate or the third mate or whatever, you can be like, all right, this is an unknown officer. Got it. And there's yeah. one scene where there's like a, it takes place like during a storm and the entire scene takes place on top of the mast, That's like where cool. the crow's mm-hmm. nest is everything. And so you look around and you're like, all right, what, what role, unknown role assignments do I have? Oh, I have top man who is someone who works in uh, the masts. Yeah. Everyone here is a topman. Just bop, 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 mm-hmm. And so I can then start filtering it down. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 I really like that game. What uh what color effect do you use? I use the default one. Okay. I, I use the black know. and white one, it's actually really nice. Yeah. Is that not the default one? No, it's green and black. Green and white. Okay. Is the black and white one like the IBM one? Yeah. Have you played this game? I've played a little bit of it. Okay. It's really good, guys. It's really good from the like one again thirty minutes that I've played. It was like oh, the shit. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you Guardians know, show up. Yeah, I yeah. just have to figure out if it's going to be Spider Man next or Captain America. Mm. Yeah, these are the problems. Well, that's what I've been playing. Nice, it's and still good. playing some Mario Maker too. Yeah, I'm bad at Mario. 
I'm bad at playing Mario and I'm bad at making Mario. I'm afraid to make Mario because I'm afraid I'll be bad at it. I'm good at watching people make things or watch or play things. That I'm pretty okay with. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I look at YouTube and I think I found a video and you know what? I never fail to either watch as much of it as I want or watch the whole thing. One of those two things happens. Do you guys want to know what I really want to watch? What? The The Witcher. Witcher. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) They put out the Witcher teaser trailer. Yeah. We're in the midst of Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego International Comic-Con convention. So big that one of the major superhero comic makers decided not to go. CW did a thing, I guess. Oh, they did? CW. Eh, oh, because they had a Batwoman trailer, oh, did they? right? Right. Apparently, that, that they showed out. the pilot. They, they already had a Batwoman trailer a while ago. Yeah, I think it was a There's a new one. Which, there's a new which, one where it's like... Which Batwoman is this? Uh, it's... What do you mean? Like, what's what's the... Because there's multiple oh, Batwomen. Mm, I think there's only one Batwoman. There's Barbara Bar- Bar- Gordon. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the difference. Kate Kane is Batwoman, and yeah. Kate Kane is Bruce Wayne's cousin. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's a, and an army veteran. Uh, uh, also a queer character, which yes. I didn't know. It was very yeah. cool. And they got Ruby Rose as the as the actor, so I'm psyched about that. I, I don't know much about it. I don't have like a huge fondness for CW projects. That's, That's fine. fine. I haven't seen any. That's fine. That's I haven't seen any. The Flash is fun. That's what I'll say. Okay. I'm leaving it at that, I guess. Yep. Legends Brandon Ruth is going to be Superman again. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that happens. Who? Brandon Ruth, he played oh, Superman, Superman oh, okay. Returns. Ralph. Is it Ruth or Ralph? Ralph. Brand, Brandon R. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, so he, he, Brandon he, R. Love Superman. He, he, yeah. he plays a character in Legends of Tomorrow. He plays Adam. He, yeah, he plays Captain yeah. Adam. Yeah. No, uh, Adam. Just Adam. Captain Adam? Just no, Adam. it's the Adam because Captain Adam, Adam is yeah. a nuclear... Yes. Right, yeah. 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 That uh, hero's cool. <laughs> that hero's pretty cool. shiny skin. But they're in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, really? Yeah. And... They're just trying to find wins wherever they can, I guess. Honestly, the shows, the crossovers are usually pretty good. Even though I don't watch any of them, I like the idea that those crossovers are happening somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) And it's sad that I'm not invested in it. Uh, I might might come in if they, like, do some good Doom Patrol stuff, but... Is that... Don't bet on that. Is that show dead? Isn't the DC universe like the the DC the streaming universe services. streaming service is dead? I don't know. It would be really know. important. I mean, obviously, Swamp Thing got canceled pretty quickly. That yeah. whole thing was ridiculous. Did you read into that? Like why it got canceled? Mm-hmm. No, because they were promised like uh, I don't know what the term is, but like a rebate basically from the state of Georgia, wherever they were filming, and it didn't come through. And that was like going into like balancing like their budget for that film. Oh no! So they were going to come in like in the red basically because the state of georgia was going to pay them what they what they were promised uh-huh and so like they were only i don't know halfway three quarters of the way through filming and they just like nope ax it because like it's just not going to balance Damn. on the spreadsheet so well doom okay. control is really good though oh doom good. control good is like genuinely like i i, I I struggled having to pirate Doom Patrol because <laughs> I was like, I want to support this, but I don't want to support DC's, you know, like online platform. Well, now that that's dead, you won't yeah. have to worry. Yeah. I hope Doom Patrol finds somewhere because it, it is probably the best thing, in my opinion, DC's put on TV oh, since wow. like some of their like early animated stuff. Like, um, WB is having their own streaming platform. 
So Ooh, WB is going to have their own streaming platform that's going to include, I believe, the CW shows. Well, this is Universe it's, Online. It's, Titans it's, is still going. It's the so. HBO Max thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's that. So it's so they're bringing in. So it's HBO, C, uh, CW shows. I think. What's everything Warner owns? Everything Warner owns. Yeah. So the all the so stuff like Titans would find its new home on this. But you know what I'm really excited about? What new show coming up? I'm really excited about The Witcher. The Witcher. The Witcher. Henry Cavill's The Witcher. Witcher I didn't know Three. Was... Wild Hunk. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> so I I brought this up. So they showed the teaser. Henry Cavill is shirtless in one scene. Of course he is. It's The Witcher. Of course he is. So here's the thing. I think I have an idea of what The Witcher looks like in my head, and it's not so buff that that he belongs on the cover of a fantasy novel and okay. or yeah. series like, oh, and i think the difference is a lion yeah and i think the thing is that's what they wanted for this and i just wasn't my brain wasn't ready for it that's funny because henry cavill is jack I, I i now i can picture henry cavill on so many romance not like fantasy romance novel covers yeah. like yeah like blouse blowing like yeah. to reveal his platinum ripped. platinum which, blonde fabio which like honestly <laughs> if that's what they want to do for this Get your audience, do what you want to do, and then make a good show. That said, there was a lot that wasn't. I mean, and I, I I like Henry Cavill generally, and I like generally the look of his character, regardless mm-hmm. of how you feel about his muscles. Like his armor, the wig looks a lot better in practice than it, it did in that that like promo thing. I guess way better. the world yeah. around looks great like the, the except for the weird spider thing at the end yes the spider was like very cg but every but, but everything else does everything look else really like oh there are things here costume I'm, set yes. design like i mean you can make a set look good in a two second cut it doesn't wow. always happen oh i see what you're saying, what you're saying. that's you can, fair we'll see i i i I'm, like it's netflix like they got fucking money so like it hopefully feels they, more tan- yeah i think it if i if i may I think it feels a little bit more tangible than a lot of other sets that have tried doing this sure. setting before. I, I, I mean, but I, I can see where I, both I watched of you that are thing and I felt nothing. Wow, that's funny. I, I, I was overjoyed. Honestly, I, I thought it looked like exactly the kind of thing I was hoping for. I even liked the hunkiness, and I was whelmed. You were I was wh- like, sure, were, yeah, but that, that's that's about where I well, went with it. I mean, I'm excited about seeing Yennefer. I like, like the idea that Yennefer is like this, like fucked up. Like yeah, is that canonical? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. yes. Because by the way, Triss is one of the only sorceresses who does not use magic to make herself look beautiful because she's allergic to that type of magic. <laughs> I, I, it is a funny thing though to think that like if you if, if sorcerers had that ability, just as like a easy spell they could cast. Yeah, every sorcerer would be hot. Like, yeah, so and that's how you would know which ones to kill. Kill all the hot people. <laughs> kill. That's my life I motto. Am, I am the best. I am the most well-paid witch hunter. Because <laughs> I kill all the hot people. Well, which wi- witchers aren't necessarily out to kill sorcerers? No, but witch hunters are. Wh- well, he's, he's, he's there's going a distinction. Into, oh, he's oh, talking about Vin Diesel's The Last Witch Hunter. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, I'm yeah. just talking about the the famous Nicolas Cage movie, Season of the Witch. Boy, Vin Diesel's stock has really gone down in my book. Uh, I, I don't think I like Vin Diesel anymore. Like, what at did all. Groot do to you? What did Groot uh, do to so you? The, uh, mainly, uh, he, he says a lot of stupid stuff outside, but mainly there's Uh-oh. this interview with this woman where he like gets real skeevy. Oh, he got really skeevy. Like, he, and he's like, "How can I do this interview with you? You're so beautiful," and just cu- keeps going back to this. It's not good. This woman was trying to do an interview, and he constantly like this. It's like a, it's like a three minutes of this interview, like really where he's just constantly saying like like interrupting with like not answering her questions. Yeah, like just kind of. I mean. 
uh, mm. anyways all Vin of this Diesel to say is the not witcher. my witch hunter <laughs> nice all <laughs> of this to say uh henry cavill is the witcher sure he looks nice with his eyes all gross yeah uh oh i was end. excited about that i like the idea that the, it's just i feel like that's going to be the first 30 minutes of whatever this show is, is like we will watch him do a witcher hunt and then that's the last time we see him do that before he gets pulled into into the story. Whatever that bullshit is series, yeah. I, Which it's based on the. It's closer to the books, by the way. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Well, they say that it's closer to the books, but they also say that there's a lot more monster hunting in it than the like. But then in the books have oh, monster never mind hunts, but not as yeah. many as you might expect. And so the showrunners were like, we we wanted this to be like a monster show, but we also, you know, like they also want to have like character drama. Well, I hope so. it's not like a monster of the week kind of thing. No, I don't think that's going to be. Well, actually, I wouldn't even necessarily mind that. I weirdly, could see it like I, every other monster other of the week, week has almost been out of fashion for so long that I'm kind of ready for it again in mm. a weird way. Like, sure. I, I'm I just, almost it would, it would, tired of serialized drama as it is. Uh, you should watch the CW flat like, uh, superhero shows. <laughs> Damn, you got me. You should watch Legends of Tomorrow specifically uh, because it knows what it is. Uh, you you can right, do well, it. I, believe I said I you. want Monster of the Week. I said I, I don't necessarily mean oh. I want any Monster of wow. the Week. <laughs> In this show, the monster is the showrunner. But the, the, I, mean, I, I True, do though. like the kind of like I don't know how to put like like. Each like isolated stories that have like an overarching like shows that had episodic kind of approaches where it was a plot of the week or a monster of the week sometimes, but it built up character arcs over a series. Yeah, sure. And I thought that was a really cool way to tell stories. And I feel like it's not really done anymore, except for maybe in CW. But I'm not going to go there. Uh, (laughs) The Witcher. I mean, uh, look, you'd be excited if it did that. Here's yes, but but ultimately, I'm always going to try and watch a fantasy show and i'm mostly going to be disappointed but i i, I crave good fantasy well, so does yeah. netflix uh, I yeah mean, <laughs> I, yeah for sure there's there's so few good fantasy movies and fantasy tv shows because it's like a hard thing to capture it is atmosphere and yeah. story and like the selling points of fantasy work better in like i think i think games and books they do often on screen mm-hmm. but uh not everything can be all great eight seasons of game of thrones Oh, oh, Dylan. <laughs> anyway. Why? <laughs> uh, but, but but I mean, I, I do have a big void because of Game of Thrones. Sure, yeah. that, that's like the reason. And and well, fill it up with with Henry, Henry Cavill, Cavill. Henry the Cavill. Witcher. And oh man, he I mean he'll stretch it. <laughs> to be honest, uh, wow, <laughs> he'll stretch that void. He's got a lot of muscles, Dylan. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Uh, All where it matters. I yeah. will watch this show. And determine how I feel about it at that point. I enjoyed The Witcher Three. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that game will particularly age well in my memory. I hope it does. Just because there's a lot of there's a depiction of women. Yeah, in that's Witcher. been a problem of the entire yeah. franchise. Not great. Well, you can play it when it comes out on the Switch. That's true. Yeah. yeah. S- Switcher Three. Ah. Play on Switch Lite today. Wild Hunt for the left Joy-Con. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to chuckle. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, Joe talking about the switch light. Let's talk we about should. switch light. There's a light switch. There's a light uh, front of switch coming in. Yep. Polls in Japan show that an amount of people will buy it. <laughs> oh. A non-zero amount. <laughs> yeah. At the very, I mean, that's the the least they could have wished for. Yeah. All right. It's fine. Let's let's. We'll I'm talk gonna. About it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go down this feature list. Ready? Okay. Thank you. Three colors. <gasps> we got gray. We got yellow. We got turquoise. If you buy anything other than turquoise, you're out of your mind. I, 
Thank you. I think I would go with yellow, actually, if I was. What? Ban- uh, so oh, there's also... Banana yellow. It's really... It's 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 intense. Garish. And then there's the Pokemon oh, Sword Shield edition, yeah. yeah, Which is gray with colored buttons. Which yeah, it's I, like pink I, and I purple. It looks good. It's really good. I was like, oh, yeah, that one looks good. And then they flipped it over and showed the legendary the Pokemon decal. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah, like, I think it's burned in. What are you doing? Or whatever. <laughs> I'll burn it out. It's a... <laughs> Paint over it. I mean, so I'm going to mod my Joy-Con, the, so yeah. The mismatching gray. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yes. Features. It's portable only. Ah. With no removable Joy-Cons. No HD rumble. No infrared, because they're not removable, so there's yep. no infrared to connect to the Joy-Cons. $200. No kickstand. An actual goodness to God D-pad. And only supports games that are, quote, playable in handheld mode. Uh, so it cannot support uh, the current list. Super Mario Party, Nintendo Labo, 1-2-Switch. Uh, it can partially support. Yeah, there's some things I won't do. If you get external Joy-Cons. So basically, yeah. you're going to get a second set of Joy-Cons to pair with, with this your, mobile-only portable only yeah. Switch. Doesn't that bring the cost up to like a normal Switch? Yeah, it'd be like 280 yeah. Um, then you have to buy one two switch, which still not a discount, still full price. Absurd. The uh, fact that that is not boxed in with the switch is crazy to me. But okay. And then uh, just dance in fitness boxing. Fine. Also, don't work with it. Um. Yeah. I think battery life. Battery life better. Right. In this version. Yeah. Hmm. Not in that revision. Both. But you're right. Yes. yes. I saw the spec sheet. You're right. Yeah, I believe it's... I think it's marginally better in the light. Yes. And then it's much better in the... That's right. There's a new the Switch sw- coming. New Switch. The brand new Switch. Switch Pro. Switch Pro. I, um... Yep. It's not know. a Switch Pro, just in case we were misleading you. <laughs> right there. I was Pro. a defender of the 2DS. Yeah. Uh, mm. Still defended. Which today. one? Cheese Wedge? Or yeah, that's Clam Shell? Okay. That's the one I got. I, I wanted to... I, I just wanted to play games that I... Like I just wanted to play some Pokemon and some like Fire Emblem, and I was like, "All right, well, I'll I'll get a 2DS. It'll be cheap. It'll be the way I can play these games without having to spend a lot of money." And that's about all I did on the DS. There's a there's a big library on the DS. I didn't go yeah. that deep into it. I bought the cheapest version of the console and played it. I also bought a Wii U just to play Twilight Prince or just to play Breath of the Wild. Uh, and Twilight Princess. Well, I already <laughs> had that on the Wii, but uh, I bought the Wii U just to play Breath of the Wild. I can understand the argument of buying a Switch Lite because you're not planning to use a Switch to its full extent. Right. But there are some Switch games you want to play that you can actually play on the Switch Lite. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I I don't mind it existing. It is don't by far me. not the the, the the better version to Right. It's to not pick. the premium Switch. It's not supposed yeah. to be. Um, it's, it's a Switch Lite. Yeah. Like, it's a Switch that your parents can buy for kids and be like, exactly. I got you a Switch. Yeah. For $200, it's almost an impulse buy. It's also, yes, it's also the Switch that Gabby is considering getting just so that she can like play Katamari Damacy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like It's perfectly fine that like the fact that this is $200 is really, really nice for like, that. It's Switch Partner Edition. Like If your partner yeah. keeps stealing your <laughs> Switch to play give Stardew Valley, one. let's say, for example... <clears throat> And then, uh, hell, just get this for them. And then yeah. <laughs> now they have their own Switch. But then also you have your co-op that can happen because now they have their own Switch. It's true. Online co-op. It's true. If you want to do that. Yeah. I, I think I, it's weird. Some people are worried that it's going to split the user base because then like there's not 
oh, I can't play this game. Right. I, I can't assume that everyone's going to be able to play this game docked or play this game with detachable Joy-Cons. And I'm like, most games didn't take advantage of that anyways. Yeah. So, uh, like the HD rumble loss is not big for them. It's it's a waste. It, it is unfortunate that... I wonder if it'll have any rumble. I feel like it might. Maybe. Maybe. It'd be nice. Yeah, it's weird how like Rumble is so often like I think a forgotten feature. Like it's there, and mm-hmm. you're like happy it's there. Yeah, but you don't necessarily think about it being there often. I mean, obviously you guys talk about like features and stuff. I think it's just expected. Uh, sure. Yeah. When yeah. when Rumble is used well, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've referenced this before, but Golf Story, uh, indie game on Switch, uses Rumble amazingly. Really? It ties it to dialogue and like emotion mm-hmm. in dialogue. Because oh, voice cool. acting, yeah. So there's just like uh, speech bubbles, and sometimes if someone's like deflated or like sad, they'll say something, and the speech balloon will come up and be like, Whoop, and like wilter to yeah. the side, and the Joy Cons will rumble from one side to the other to like, that's cool, impress oh, upon nice. you. That's, that's pretty the, cool. The emotion. Yeah. I thought that was done really well. I mean, once you switch, I'm not a huge fan of the game. It did do some really impressive stuff with yeah. the HD rumble, like being able to like. Uh, there's a mini game where you had to like check how many like things were in a container. That one was cool, and you like had to like kind of feel the way. Like, oh yeah, there's like ice cubes and, and shit, right? That's something yeah. like that. Yeah, ice yeah. cubes maybe. And it was that's balls in a box. Really cool, balls in a box, ice cubes in a. That's what they call me? Hunks in a wild witch. Uh, <laughs> it was cool. Yep. It was, so it was. I don't know. I'm, but I, no HD Rumble on Switch Lite. No HD Rumble. And I think, but a know, real deep pad. But a real deep pad. So that's no the analog thing. stick or no? It's the exact same layout. They just switched out the okay. because the, you're not the four buttons for a D pad, right? Yeah. Because you you don't need the Joy-Con to be the same on each side, right? And oh, because if you do split people have a off. problem with the D pad on the switch they don't like it's, that it's not a d-pad yeah, it's not a real d-pad why my thumb rests in the well in the center and mm-hmm. it gets really painful because of like the way the buttons press on the side of my thumb um mm. it's really hard to play mario maker levels do you, you play with the d-pad play not with the, the, the d-pad quote sorry, the, the, the face buttons the face buttons yeah the, the shitty face buttons um the directional face buttons the dfbs yes dfbs yeah I've never thought about this before. I, I've never experienced this problem that you're experiencing. It's a yeah, it's a purist thing, and I'm not happy. I I hold this opinion. Do you have a pro controller? No, I don't. Okay, I play my my Switch almost entirely handheld. So Switch yeah. Lite sounds great so, for me. Yeah, <laughs> except I don't want to take these you know mm-hmm. lesser features. Mm-hmm. Um, what if they made the Switch Lite XL? All right, now I'm on board. And is the Switch Lite XL? have those features or is it just the switch it's just bigger well okay. it's, it's bigger board, than the it's, switch it's but a 52 it inch tv was doing this <laughs> with yeah, giant, just giant like joy carrying cons. it around on the metro all right i'm into it <laughs> uh, the, there's I, i'd be curious to see what is the like biggest size switch they can sell and convince people that it's a handheld mm. like uh, and i, I it mean really to be pushing a, it like really pushing it what's the smallest ipad uh 10 inches oh it's a nine inch screen all right but the problem is you have the extra space on the side because if it's so if I'm just holding this, this is fine. What so, what what kind of iPad is that? This is iPad Pro. It's a it's a ten inch iPad okay, Pro. Okay, so uh, it's but a the smaller... screen is like nine and a half inches. Got it. Or okay. Something like that. Okay. But then imagine if you had to hold it out further. So sure. like it's this plus this. 
Well, well Joy-Cons wouldn't be that big. I mean, and you can right. have the kind of like slot. Excuse my bad approximation for space using my hands. There's the, the, like, I mean, you could have the kind of the outward handles that have like, uh, like, yeah, there's, like there's you could use the regular control. joy. Like they would not sell like new Joy-Cons. Like maybe you could just slide them into a housing mm. that sat on the sides right. of, yeah. of kind the, of the like the, the thing you slide your Joy-Cons into. I can't remember the name of it. They, they oh, come the cradle, little, the, the cradle thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. We got an idea here. Let's talk to Nintendo. <laughs> Switch Lite XL. Yeah, let's ring up Doug Bowser. Hey, I got an idea to sell you. Are you really Bowser? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like mine went more Job of the Hut though. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. I like that one. Um, Star Wars v. No. Nintendo. <laughs> so, this uh, is that is that it for the features? Uh, yeah. Uh, other than again, if you buy anything other than turquoise, you're you're full. Yeah, you're um, damn full. So this is one on a list that The Verge created of a brief history of cut-down game consoles. So you want me to... I can go through the NES. Do you guys remember the the top loader? Yeah, I love this thing. So here's the thing. This is the one I grew up with because I didn't have the original Oh, one. did you even oh. have the Dogbone controller? Yeah. We had... No, we had two because... Of course. Yeah. What are you going to Do you have siblings? Have? Yeah. Okay. I'm the youngest of four Was okay. there... by eight years, so I'm an Whoa. accident. I'm an accident. Wow. Mom, dad, I know. It's fine. You don't listen to this. <laughs> you could. Get them started. Find right. board-games.com for slash podcast. They do listen to this, but it's after they listen to the podcasts of all their other children. And they're like, wow. All right. Put it on, I guess. All right. I'd like to think that all the Johnsons are content creators. If only. Was there a downgrade in that Nintendo, the top loader? Or was it just. It was actually better because the front loader was notorious for the pins getting loose and when you play the game. So the top loader was actually like. Hardware wise, I mean, apart from like durability, oh, I guess. No, I think, uh, sorry, it was smaller. I think that's oh. what they mean by like, by like down. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I thought yeah. you were like, okay. well, this Wii, so they have the red Canadian Wii on here. Yeah, um, this one. With the top loading disc tray. We got one of these in when I was working at that game store. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll, I like these. These always look have, good. There was something it didn't have. It was like, oh, it wouldn't run GameCube games. Oh, uh, that's, a, that's a deal breaker. It also didn't have internet, didn't it? I Wasn't think you're right. No, I think no it way. did have internet because it was like, this is for the people that want to use it for Netflix or something like that. Who wrote this? Is this Andrew Webster? Did he write Nintendo this? Nintendo Winners no, Party. Oh. Um, we just read the paragraph Sam wrote and oh. figure it out. More importantly, it excised all internet functionality. You're right. As, as well as backwards compatibility, meaning, meaning it literally did nothing but play physical Wii discs. Even for $99.99, this was a hard sell in 2013. $99.99. $100 is pretty throwaway, though. So I mean, you get that for like your grandparents who still wanted to play yeah. Wii, Wii Sports. Yeah. yeah. Um, The Game Boys. All of them, but in particular, the Advance SP. The GBA SP, yeah. Did you guys have a favorite Game Boy? The SP. The SP. Game what Boy. Wait, wait, Game Boy like Pocket. Of across the entire of family? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Game color. Boy Color. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Game Boy Color. Kiwi. What color? You had the kiwi? Kiwi. What color did you so have? So I had a couple Game Boy colors. <laughs> I stole I had, them from the neighborhood kids. <laughs> I had the clear purple case. Yeah, Game Boy color. Purple. That was I had the my favorite. Pokemon, uh, like Pikachu. Uh, the one. yellow one? Yeah, they had the little Pokeball over the uh, power. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Single signal. Okay. Um, and I feel like I had a black Game Boy color. I don't know. Like a solid Ooh. black. That was They had a black Game Boy Pocket that was common, but I don't Maybe. know if there was I, a... I, it's been a while. Yeah. I, I also had a couple Game Boy Pockets. I never had a Game Boy Pocket. So like when that when people 
talked about the Game Boy Pocket. I was like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. I had a Game Boy Micro once. Yeah, fuck that thing. Yeah. I think I still have it. People freak out about the Game Boy Micro. I'm like, this is a shit concept for shit people. Yeah. Well, damn. Sorry. (laughs) I know what I am. I know what I am. Um, (laughs) No, I think my favorite might have been the Game Boy Pocket. Pocket. It's great industrial design. Yeah. And the colors, that forest green. Yeah, it was good. I uh, love it. No, I like it. No, I do. I do, too. Oh. I know it sounds like a, a no. You just had a feel? I had to, sw- I had to switch my my, yeah. my guttural sound around gotcha. so it didn't sound negative. I built some custom Game Boy SPs when I worked in a video game hobby shop. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. We, had, we, had, we got a lot of broken SPs. I always wanted the, the NES one. Yeah. The I didn't think it was that great. Decals. I think it, I like the look of that, but my dad gave away my NES. Yeah. 2DS. The 2DS. Well, we, we did talk about how the GBASP had no headphone jack. Oh, so yeah. So you had to get a dongle for it. No, I just annoyed my siblings by just like cranking up whatever I was playing. I can't believe the word dongle is still the term we can't for get those away kind from of things. The dongle like, wars, man. Ugh. Disgusting. The, the 2DS. The 2DS. The cheese wedge. Yeah, it's fine. The doorstop. Yeah, it's fine. It did everything I needed it to do. So I didn't actually realize there were three different models of the original PlayStation. And this isn't even including the, the PS1. The PS1, which is weird that that's not here. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there were different models. There was one with just... Anyway, they had a bunch of different input or yeah, outputs yeah, for a video. Yeah, a bunch of different video outs. This one only has an AV multi-out. Yeah. Which I would assume you would need a like a converter for if you're in the US. Parallel IO. Is that a SCART port? I think it is. Joe, oh, do you know? Weird. Well, I... Is that is that Nick's uh, purview? All the AV cables. Yep, yeah, just zoom zoom right into that. It looks similar to a SCART cable because they're like they have that really wide port. Yeah, mouth. Interesting. Interesting. Man, AV standards were fucked up in the nineties. I, I agreed. Yeah. Did you like? Let's go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I only ever had like the like. Red, white, yellow cables, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah same too. That, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. I've never seen a PlayStation with anything other than that. So yeah, in my house, they're red, white, and blue. I, I had the <gasps> HDMI PlayStation, <laughs> the classic. <laughs> well, uh, I thought the PS One was fine, but the thing that I liked the most was they changed the color of the gray. Yeah, lighter. It was, it was a lighter. Was it was like a cooler, cooler gray. Yeah, and I and I had the PS One controller because I got it from GameStop and. Uh, just a regular PlayStation One, and I was like, "This one's I like this one, Bill. This one's cool." Speaking of colors of old consoles, yeah. Do you guys have any? Do, you, do either of you have like, a Super Nintendo? Huh? Do you either of you guys still have a Super Nintendo? No, I never owned one. Do you guys know what happens to Super Nintendo? Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the flame retardant discolors them. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, Super Nintendos look gross now. <laughs> yeah, they're really <laughs> looks like someone like really smoked wrong. next to it for like yeah. thirty it years, straight into it. <sighs> it's super weird how like Smoke up, kid. Different components, the different pieces of the shell, like aged like different yeah, times. Yeah, so, like, it was always have... the bottom that still kept the gray for longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else is on this list, Nelson? All right. Let's see. So there's the PlayStation Two Slim that they don't have a picture of. Um, weird. The top loader one. Yeah. Did you Wait, guys have that? There's a PS Two Slim with that was top loading. Yeah. Oh. That's. I think that's the only one. Because there was the PS Two. Yeah. There was just the top loader. Uh, like it opened like a clam it shell. Like a cl- half of it did right yeah i think that was the only ps no there was one where a tray came out the side and you put the disc in wasn't there that was the original ps2 yeah that's what i'm talking about oh and then the ps2 slim 
Okay, was the you're top saying loader. only Slims were top loading. Yes. All right. I interpret it as like only Understandable. all PS2s were top loaders. Understandable. That's not the case. I was like, I never owned a PS2, but I feel like... Yeah, but that's not the case. This, this yeah. is like I'm crazy. And you know what? I was. It's okay. Thank you know you. what, Nelson? Thank you. I still love you. I love you too, man. The top loader came in black, silver, and I think red for God of War. Ooh, I remember that. Yeah. And like the plastic that they used that had that grit mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. So those, look, those are all right looking consoles. Those were pretty solid. Right. And they also worked better because yeah. it was a top loader. Right. Also, but it was wafer thin. Yeah. So if you looked at that PS2 wrong, it would snap in half. So it's like, oh, hey, is that your PS2? Oh. Not anymore. (laughs) Sure isn't. Uh, There was the PS3. The original PS3. Look how fat this thing is. Yeah. This was terrible industrial design. Yeah. The fucking Spider-Man font. It's Why did they lean in so hard on that? Because Spider-Man will always be great. I mean, they're right, not Sam wrong. Raimi? Oh. So there was the PS3, and then there was the slim PS3, and then there was the slimmer PS3. Yes, but only I the have original, the only the original PS3 of the original like line, larger one. Yeah, had the backwards compatibility with yes. PS2. Yes, but then there was a there was a model of the original fat PS3 that didn't have the backwards right. compatibility. And then, and that was the price difference, right? Or would, did they just take it out? No, they probably charge less for it. Yeah. Because they basically put a PS2 inside the PS3. Right. Because, because the, the, the cell processor, processor just wouldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Fucking crazy. Oh, um, the PSP and then the PSP Go. The PSP Go is a pretty sick looking console. It's, pre- it's pretty cool. I always enjoy the PS- looking at the PSP Go. Always enjoyed looking at the Xperia Play. They were just like weird ass skunkworks projects that never yeah. took off. But man, I respect the hell out of them. There was the Vita. I didn't realize that you really got a. There are multiple skews of the Vita. Yeah, like there's the like they they were like multiples of thousands. It was like the PSP Vita, one thousand, two thousand, three thousand. Or was that the original PSP? No, No, it was both. Okay, both. Yeah, Yeah. Um, or it was it was both. I think. I, I I've never played the Vita, but I've handed a lot of them. Uh, having worked in a game hobby shop once, I just like there was like a PS Vita White and like all these other stuff. Yeah, yeah. uh, Those were kind of cool. Apparently, there's still a community of people who play the Vita. The sad, the sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember the PSV uh, TV, the PSV TV, the PST PlayStation TV. I think nope. in, PlayStation. In, no, in other regions it, it the was the play- PS Vita TV. You're right. And here right. in the states, it's it was, so expensive. Is it really? Yeah. It's probably like the, because it's the only way for a long time, or for forever, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like the only way to get like um, HDMI out. Mm-hmm. like to record yeah. Vita games unless you like modded your Vita. I think the best place like for us to get them now is to, well, I guess East Arland on like in between here and Nova and then like oh. MAGFest or oh. like a convention. Oh, okay. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. That's all I was thinking. Is that, then, is that a store? What was it? East Arland? Yeah, it's a store. It's also it's a physical store. It's like a warehouse oh, like, okay. type of game store and it's also got a website. Got it. But they do got like it. video games and also this is not an ad for East Arland. Um, <laughs> and then but the Xbox we'll gladly take your money if you want to sponsor we, us. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sponsored by you, Starling. Um, the Xbox 360 E. Yeah, remember the E? No one remembers the E. You know why? Because it released at the same time as the Xbox One. I'm trying to think. Oh. I'm trying to think if this is the one that my roommate owns. Was the E wasn't the Elite? That was just no. Like, that was like so. Was the, the so tiers. originally there was the 360 like the white one, yeah. the white one, and then the Elite, which was black. And the with a bigger hard drive. With a bigger hard drive. Um, and, and then, then the Slim. Yes. Yeah, so the yeah. Xbox 360 S, which is when they f- did the first uh, form factor revision. 
and got rid of the Red Ring of Death. And then to make like it look like they had the Xbox family of hardware, they redid the shell again when the Xbox One came out so that the right. Xbox 360 looked closer to the Xbox One. Right. And they sold the Xbox 360E yep. with Xbox One. Yeah. Or not with the S, but alongside. Like, yeah, at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Is that it on this list? Oh, uh, the Xbox One S. It's the last thing down yeah. here. Uh Oh, and yeah, so the Xbox One S. It's weird that the PS4 isn't on here because there's the Slim one, right? Yeah, there's the, there's the Pro. No, no, they did the Slim. The Slim, they, they like shrunk the form factor or something. Okay. What what about the Xbox One Sad? I it's it's got a 4K Sad. HDR output, so like really? that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's a, that's that's like the big thing about the. So you can take three weeks definitely to download a, the yeah. 4K texture packets. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have like the power to play like 4K games very well, quote unquote. Power to players. Power to the players. All GameStop will take your money too. <laughs> Gladly. Yeah. Gladly. Um and I think that's it for the cut down consoles. That's it. And then also uh hope no one was looking for a Joy-Con with an actual D-pad cuz Nintendo said they'll never make one. It's just weird. Like just have have one. The older I get, the longer I pay attention to this industry. Mm-hmm. The more I'm convinced Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo's going to do. Yeah, and they are. Fuck everyone else. It's weird. Because I feel like, on the one hand, like you, you might think it's admirable for a company to stick to its guns, except that its decision to stick to its guns often doesn't really feel like it's like something that's like important. Like, well, like, like creatively inspired. Like, uh, okay, they're yeah. just doing things that they, I guess, they have like a perception of what they should do, maybe. Well, yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't really seem like it. Often doesn't align with what fans want, although they do deliver a lot of good games, uh, and. It doesn't seem like it would need too much effort to do a lot. Of, I mean, like for a company of their size, yeah, making a Joy-Con with a D-pad or whatever seems really doable. And like it would just, you know, like I think they, they, I might be completely wrong, but it seems to me from the outside looking in, it seems like they're the kind of company that establishes a design philosophy early in a hardware's lifetime, mm. and then decide never to stray from it. So like we're gonna make the switch and we're gonna make its internet services really bad. And we're <laughs> gonna stick to that. Yeah. Or but but like even like uh you know, they probably had this commitment of like all Joy Cons have to be interchangeable yeah. so that there's mm. no uh debilitating. That no one misses out. Right. Right. Although I mean uh, to be honest, having the D pad as your buttons like you could still make do that, like Right, but they've convinced themselves that that's not the case. And God help you. If you want to change their mind. But yeah, like the Super Mario Maker 2 stuff. Like, oh, I have all these friends on my system level stuff. Oh, I can't see any of them for some reason. Mm. Oh, well, I have my friend codes for my Switch level stuff with a alphanumeric string. And then if I want to follow people on Super Mario Maker 2, here's another alphanumeric string yeah. to punch in. Yeah. It's but on the other end of the Good table... Time. They are making Breath of the Wild too, right? And that's really all I need to know about Nintendo. <laughs> and then all the sins are forgiven. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's damn it. Yeah, <laughs> we should encourage that, but yeah, they got us. Well, 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 well. This has been Nintendo Apologists. <laughs> uh, oh, you know my new tattoo.
It oh, just says Nintendo. Apo- it just says Nintendo. Good. One arm Nintendo, yeah. the other arm apologist. apologist. In the in the circular. Reggie's the... on your lower back, lower backside. Oh, he already is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his body's ready, and so is mine. And my body is Reggie. <laughs> well, I was gonna go with Wild Hunk for the podcast title, but now it's a toss up. <laughs> my it body is, is Reggie really Three. Is. Wild Hunk. <laughs> Woo. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nelson, hi. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's always a pleasure. Same. Where can people find you? You can find me at Whittico. Uh Easiest thing is probably to just go to Wittico.co. Otherwise, you can find me at Witt- that's W-H-I-T-T-I dot C-O if you want to go to the website, if you want to spell it out on Twitter, Twitch, eventually, whatever, ArtStation, Dribble, Instagram. Uh, you can go to at Whittico. W-H-I-T-T-I. ICO for all your Whitico needs. I'm also on the video game book club. How's uh, it going? It's going well. We're playing Grand Theft Auto 3 and then San and or and then Vice City and then San Andreas. Right. Yeah. Which is the PS2 era yeah. collection. I the PC version sucks because of the controller There's some controller issues. Weird. Um so I ended up just buying the whole trilogy on PS4 and that's how I'm playing it now. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I bought it on iPhone once, and I was like, well, this oh. is terrible. <laughs> and you just put it down. Yep. Joe. You can find me taking over all the Ward Games podcasts slowly <gasps> and surely. You can also friend me on Steam uh, at Gerb. Uh, just uh, search me on the on the, on the on the that little friends list, and there's only one Gerb on Steam, so it's me. Nice. It's Yo. And you can also find him on Attract Mode. Catch it. Every other Friday, we just put up Mortal Kombat the 1995 6 7 8 classic i don't remember what year it came out i it's actually i think it was close to 98 wasn't it like it was, it, it was we're, we're like getting right at the end of the 90s yeah so. yeah we're, we're getting we're, we're we're getting ever closer to the uva bowl era era it's, it's oh, coming out of freight train era. i forgot yeah era uh, the uva bowl era yeah the the <laughs> alone in the dark is coming and so is oh. that are alive uh, uh, don't forget about Blood Rain. Yeah, I mean, honestly, House I, of the Dead. I'm expecting Blood Rain to be probably one of the more enjoyable of his films because there's some silly vampires and some silly weapons, and there's ben a really Kingsley. bad sex scene in it. Sir Ben Kingsley, sir, <laughs> in an ben King. film. Uh man. Anyways, track mode. Track mode. Catch it. Well, um, it's hot. <laughs> and yes. you can find me at Dylan Vento, and you can find all these podcasts at Word Hyphen Games. Dot com. That's on the internet. It is. Oh, damn. It's true. Or on Twitter at Ward Video Games or search wherever podcasts are sold. Just search Wardcast. Guys, thank you again. Yeah. Until next time. Bye. Boop.